Hey, everybody, it's Dr. Patrice Buckner-Jackson, but you can call me PBJ. And this is another episode of the Love Always PBJ podcast. In this podcast, y'all know we focus on three things. One, an identity that is securely rooted in Christ. Two, purpose that flows from a heart to serve. And three, relationships that are worth the cost. Listen, if you are not following me on Instagram, what are you doing with your life? You need to go ahead and get that follow at Dr. Patrice Buckner Jackson so you do not miss any of this good encouragement. On Mondays, you get a spoonful of PBJ, just a little pep in your step to get you through the week. And on Wednesdays, you get another episode of the Love Always PBJ podcast, where we are digging deep into identity, purpose, and relationships. This is for millennials, y'all. This is my letter of love to millennials. And today I got friends. I am so excited. I told y'all that we were going to start a series to talk about what we're doing in 2021. And we're not waiting until 2021. We want to start right now. We're not waiting on the vision boards. All that's cool. Make your vision board. But let's start taking steps right now. So to encourage you to take those steps, I have asked some of my friends to join us for this conversation tonight. These are entrepreneurs. These are millennials who are doing their thing. They have taken their passion and created businesses out of their passion. So I need them to tell you how that's working and how they did it. And y'all, this is not about imitation. This is about inspiration. I don't expect you to do exactly what they're doing, but I do expect that through their stories, you will be inspired and motivated and set on fire to do something with that passion that's been lying dormant. So let's get started. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. So I'm going to ask all my friends to just in, introduce yourself. Tell us about your passion and tell us about your business. Well, thank you. That is such a wonderful introduction. Um, it's just good energy. My name is Maya Mab. I'm a full-time higher ed professional and my personal passion is cooking and just serving people. Cooking started when I, I mean, as long as I can remember, like five years old, I was always in the kitchen with my dad. Um, and it's something that I just genuinely brings joy. I love getting people together around the table, having conversations over good food. It was what makes my heart happy. And it's something that I kind of strayed away from when I got so busy with, with school and other like extracurricular activities and then going to pursue my graduate degree. And then finally, I kind of had, you know, sometimes God can kind of stop you in your track and said, okay, come on. Yeah. Reel it in real quick. And that's what he had to do. Um, I think it was fall 2018. And I was still continuously just trying to run from it. And like, I don't have the time. This is not what I'm trying to do. I'm in graduate school. I need to focus. And then fall 2019, I had no choice but to listen. And literally within 48 hours, sitting in Starbucks for literally 16 of those hours and just on phone calls saying like, hey, I think this is a passion project. I think I really want to I want to start off with my cooking. I think I really want to do like this mapped out meals. And again, I had to like, I was calling people. I was looking at scriptures. I was like looking at like past things that I had written down in like some journals and kind of came up with the name and just decided to 
teach myself how to create a website in those 48 hours. And then I was talking to one of my sorors and she said, Maya, I think you should hold off for a little bit and like, let's do a whole launch and let's get some people behind you and we can support you and we can sponsor this and we can get money for this. Things that, I mean, God took something that I wrote years ago and then literally just like blessed it and like opened doors and got so many people involved so that's that's a passion well that that is my passion right now um and two i'm, I'm starting to learn as i continue to mature spiritually um and professionally that my passions and my purposes can be intertwined and i think we have several passions and we have several purposes and through each season we'll learn how to walk through each of those when God prepares us for each. So that's just a little bit about me. I'm excited to be um, be here today and to be with some new friends and hear about everybody's story. So thank you. Thank you, Maya, I love it, thank you. Hey, well, let me first uh, thank Dr. Jackson for this opportunity to speak um, and to share my story and value. Um, I think it's very important to for us to get together and to share our stories and show how we did it. Um, we know that everybody's story is unique and to get to your destination you have um it is a journey um my name is edison smith um i am a graphic designer i graduated from georgia southern university where i received my marketing degree and graphic design minor um with that i uh, actually decided to open up a business um now this didn't uh come overnight. Um, I was originally looking for jobs and, you know, I was in the job market, always applying, submitting applications. Um, and I just couldn't get, um, you know, that lead on the jobs. Um, and then I think that was, you know, God kind of telling me like, Eddie, there's something else for you to do, you know, keep pushing towards your graphics, keep putting your energy towards there. Um, and so eventually, you know, Three years later, I have a successful creative content business where I am able to do things like photography, website development, um, design logos, flyers, you name it. Um, and it's just been something that I have just been excited about because every time I get a chance to design and create, I just, you know, I'm just happy. And I'm so glad that God led me to this um, to really explore my passion through business and really putting it out there and utilizing his gift that he has given me. Um, I am very excited to hear everyone's story and to have this conversation tonight. Um, yeah. Oh, Edison, I love it. First of all, let me just shout out. I'm going to shout out everybody at some point, but Edison, I called him a little over a year ago said listen i got this crazy idea for a business and i need a logo and he was asking me all these questions what should it look like what colors do you like i said i don't know but let's just make it look like something and he took those crazy words all over the place and created beautiful visual representations of what was in my heart so i appreciate it i have to shout you out thank you so much for doing that absolutely i love it <laughs> Well, my name is Joe um, Jeanquette, but I go by Joe or Jeanquette, whichever you prefer. Sanders White. Um, I am married to my best friend in the entire world. Together, we have two amazing little boys, which is why I wore my shirt for representation. Yes, <laughs> Mama boys. <laughs> um, I am also um, a graduate of Georgia Southern. I received my bachelor's and my master's from Georgia Southern. Um, double alumni. I received my bachelor's in public relations and marketing, and that is what I'm currently pursuing. Um, I have a marketing business right now. Um, I help small business pretty much scale their businesses to where they would like it. Um, so basically multiplying those figures is what I do. Um, I do anything from PR to social media. 
uh, digital marketing. That's pretty much what I um, enjoy. Um, I have a team of, of five of us. And all of us work remotely and from home. Um, so usually um, when I do step out, you better believe I'm, I'm on it with my heels and my suits and those type of things. But honestly, 80% of the time, I'm home taking care of my boys in my PJs and working. Mm -hmm. um, I knew um, that when I graduated and similar to what Eddie, um, Edison said, um, you know, I too experienced a lot of hurdles and uh, different trials and tribulations with trying to pursue a job. And I took as a sign that this is what isn't what God is wanting me to do. So I eventually um, started my own business, which is the best thing that I could have ever done because I realized that um, I didn't want to really go out and work. I wanted yeah. to make my own hours. I didn't want to um, trade motherhood or marriage for work. Mm. And I was not willing to do it. And just thinking now, um, rewind to back to graduate study days, uh, graduate days, um, I was working under Dr. Jackson. And my second week of working with her, um, she she didn't know me that well either. And my second week, she literally put me into her office and she said, hey, Joe, I don't know where this is coming from, but I just want you to know that you're not going to work a regular nine to five. I don't know what you have planned after college or whatever. And I'm like, woman, are you crazy? I have a little baby. I'm going to work a nine to five. I got a master's degree. I'm going to work a nine to five. But she was right. I'm here in guys, entrepreneurship, running my own thing, being, having control of my own life, my plans, my time mm. has been integral to who I am and to who I develop. And about my passion, I just um, enjoy encouraging people uh, in whatever fashion or form that looks like, rather it's through um, showing you the ropes and ins and outs of your business or how to market, or rather it's just uh, giving you a call or shooting you in text. That's, my, that's what I'm passionate about. My passion is to um, just encourage you to just let you realize that there's beauty in where you are today. So that's a little bit about me. Oh my gosh, Joe, listen, and it's just a little bit. So I, I know you're going to tell them a little bit more as we go through this, because there's so many passions and so many talents that you have and beautiful, beautiful little boys. Um, so thank you. Thank you for joining us. Daniel, tell us who you are. Hey, everybody. Uh, so my name is, is Daniel Browning, and, and I have to represent uh, my alumni, uh, Augusta University. I know there's a lot of eagles in the house, but um, I got to shout out my Jaguars. So uh, I am a graduate oh, yeah. of Augusta University. Um, I'm actually a choreographer, actor, and model. And um, what's really funny about that journey, and I'm sure we'll all kind of unfold our stories as we go, uh, that, that wasn't the original plan. Uh, my, my original plan, I, I have a coach's heart. Um, I grew up an athlete. I, I played sports, uh, many different sports, and ended up coming to Augusta University uh, to play basketball. And so I thought that that was kind of the end goal. I'm sure as many athletes believe I'm going to the NBA, I'm going to the NFL. Um, and, and the percentage is so thin on, on those who actually get that far. But the thing about God is that he has a vision so beyond ours. Uh, and sometimes we don't see it until he gives you that nudge. Um, there's a verse that I've really clung on to that says a man will uh, plan his paths uh, or a man will make his plans, but God will direct his path. Mm-hmm. And so my plan was I was going to be a coach. Um, everything about my, my major, my purpose, my activities, everything I was doing was gearing myself up. I was going to be a coach. Um, and fast forward into now, I am a coach, but I'm coaching a different sport. I'm coaching dance. And instead of coaching 
10 to 15 athletes on one basketball team. I'm coaching thousands across the country every weekend as I travel and, and speak to these kids and inspire these kids. Um, and in 2013, uh, I created my company called Dance to Inspire. It's a daily reminder of my why, uh, why I do it. I dance to inspire. Um, and that was born uh, from a young boy that was bullied at nine years old and was ready to give up on life. And being able to see what the art of dance and art in general, I know there's so many musicians who can share similar things, but art in general, there's so much power there um, and what it can do. And so I watched it transform uh, him and his life and where he is now. And so that's where Dance to Inspire was born. And we continue to do that traveling uh, from state to state. Um, I hire a lot of choreographers that have never been given a shot to give them a shot. Um, so it starts from the top. Um, and then we, we trickle it down and we try to inspire these kids, uh, not just to be better dancers, uh, but better people. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel, thank you so much for representing the Jaguars. I appreciate you doing that. Um, but also just appreciate you and all of you for being here and for sharing tonight. Y'all let's get into it. So several of you mentioned how this wasn't the plan or this wasn't what you thought the plan was. Can you dig a little bit deeper into how you know, like, how did you know this is what I was supposed to be doing? So many people on Instagram have shared with me. I don't know what the path is. I don't know what I'm supposed to choose. They're in that place of why am I here and why was I created? So can you tell us a little bit more of how, how did you know? Well, um, I think for me is I'm very spiritual um, and I listen to what God tells me and where he leads me with my life. And um, after getting those, uh, you know, those sayings, people saying that, no, this isn't the position for you, mm -hmm. the jobs are not even getting the callbacks. Um, at first it just felt kind of, you know, depressive for me. I was, you know, sad, but then on the other opposite end, you know, I'm still designing, I'm still creating, you know, I'm getting such good feedback from my clients and from other people that see my work and just like, hey, this is really good. Like, keep moving, keep pushing, keep doing this, you know, keep doing your thing. You know, that's kind of the phrase that I've kept hearing. Um, and it kind of registered in my mind, like, just keep, keep doing your thing. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, you know, that feeling, um, you know, just being able to create and to do what I love, just kind of led me and said, this is it. You know, this is where I need to be. Yeah. I think finding your why is really important. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I said that in the, the beginning, but when I first started down the dance path, um, I did not know my why. Um, I started dancing to win, to get trophies, to get recognition. I started yeah. doing it really for all the wrong reasons. Um, and, and through that, I was still kind of lost. I still didn't know why I was doing this. I thought this was just for fun. Mm. Um, but I'll never forget the exact moment when everything changed for me. I was on a stage, a national stage in front of thousands. It was also aired in front of thousands. Um, and there was a talent finale. Um, there was a regional and then a, a national. And I did the net, the regional. And I did not think I did good enough. Um, but then God shows up and says, <laughs> Oh yeah, you did. Just wait. <laughs> um, and the whole waiting thing is something I'm still working on, but, um, but he said, just wait and said, okay. And then I got the call back for the national um, opportunity. And I think it was that moment on the stage when I walked off and the amount of people that came to me uh, and the feedback I was given, I knew at that point, I didn't care if I won because mm. I had made a difference and I inspired some people. And I knew at that point, this was why I was going to do this. Um, and I never steered from that. But sometimes you have to figure out why you're doing it before you can figure out that this is what you're supposed to do. 
Yeah. Yeah. And Joe, I, I see you. I'm coming to you. I do want to identify though, what I see a common thread is you are already doing it. In Maya's introduction, I heard her say, I cook with my dad. I loved being in the kitchen. Edison, you were already creating. You were looking for a job, but you were already creating. Then you were already dancing. The beautiful thing about our God is he creates us where purpose just flows. It flows out of us. We get so stuck in the search and we get so distracted by the search, looking everywhere. What am I supposed to be doing? What was I created for? Live. Because when you live, you find yourself already doing what you're supposed to do. But oftentimes we don't recognize it. We don't recognize it until we have that God moment where he takes those blinders off and turns the light on and says, look, look, you are equipped because you already been doing this. So for those who are on the search, what am I supposed to do? Check yourself. You're already doing it. Joe, help me out. Come on. You know, I'm, you know, I'm about to help you out. Come on, Joe. You know it. But, oh, let me tell you. So if I'm honest, what I'm doing now, is not ultimately God's big plan for my life. Come on. So I know that I'm going to be writing books. I'm going to be a speaker. I'm going to travel and do these amazing things. But right now where I am, running my marketing business, um, helping my friends bring an in income while they're able to uh, be a wife and be a mom, whatever their role is, this is where God has me right now. And as Dr. J said, a lot of us get so busy in, in the search or let's just say God, God says, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you this amazing tree. Mm-hmm. And we look and, and we forget that right now we're seeing there's a process in being a seed. So you can't just go from seed to tree. You have to go from seed to sprout to plant and so forth. There's a process to it. And, and again, if I'm honest, I'm in the process. Mm. This is just a stepping stone to where God ultimately wants me to be. However, I have to be okay with him leading me step by step by keeping my eye focused on the vision. So yes, I'm a seed at this very moment, but there's a process called nurturing. There's a process called growth that, that is required in order for me to become a tree. Yeah. So yes, this, I love marketing. I'm amazing at it. I'm, I'm like a doggone bad marketer. I know exactly what I'm doing, but I also know that there are other gifts and there are other things that God requires of me. However, in order for me to get their marketing and running my own business right now is what's required. So you have to be okay with where you are now. So I'm where God wants me to be, but I also know that God has other plans for me. Jeremiah 29, 11. Absolutely. And Maya, I'm going to pull you back into this. Because okay, yeah, you were ready. In your introduction, you talked about multiple purposes and seasons. So share what you were going to share, but talk to us more about those multiple purposes and seasons. For sure. Um, Joe, I'm just going to just echo some of the things that you said, but really what's standing out to me right now, God gave me um, the word back in fall 2017, he been get just words year after year, but um, it was Psalms 46 and 10, be still and know. And I remember I bought this art that had that scripture on it. And I, I honestly, I'm not going, and when you go through certain seasons, I just bought it because it was cute. I had no idea that he was going to continue 
to kind of renew my perspective and my vision on that word through each and every season. And it just so happened buying that really two years prior to, to when he was going to reveal what that really meant for me and tying into my passions and my different purposes. I was, I just remember sitting on the floor and just transparency moment. I was just brought to tears and said, okay, God, when I was back in Valosta state mm-hmm. and I bought this and I didn't know what it meant. And you're just telling me, Maya, I just need you to, to trust the process. Cause Joe, I completely relate knowing that I'm going, I'm walking through this certain purpose right now and knowing what he's shown me. But sometimes we all get caught up in what the vision he's shown us. And we're just like, okay, God, this is not what this looks like. I'm confused. So then that's when that fear comes in. That's when we get in our own way. And we're just like, okay, well, I don't really want to do this because this is not painted now. This is not, this is not how I want. This is messing up my plans. And I had to, God had to deal with me on that. And again, transparency, he's still working with me on that. Cause there's certain things that I continue to go through like personally and professionally, like listening to all your stories. Yes. I have mapped out meals. That's, you know, my food blog and my website, my passion, um, something that I'm working on, but I'm also like this full-time higher ed professional. And I was really kind of wrestling. I'm like, okay, God, you've given me this vision, but I don't understand how higher ed is coming into that. Like, is that a distraction? Is that supposed to be a part of my purpose? Like, am I walking in that? Um, Eddie, to relate to you, like I, I, this is, I just graduated in May from the University of Georgia in the middle of a pandemic with everything else going on, had a really hard time trying to find a job, went three months unemployed and continued to, to kind of get to that final level, but continued to receive these no's. And then an opportunity popped up that I forgot about that I even applied for and ended up, you know, landing the job. But now I'm in a situation where I'm working for this university 3000 miles away. And I never saw myself working for a university for a year from Georgia when I'm supposed to be in California, but God's provision and his favor is still there. And he had to deal with my heart on that as well, to still be grateful and to know that I'm still walking and stewarding these, these purposes. So I think there's a purpose in everything. So to get back to you, Ms. PBJ, Dr. Jackson, um, and knowing like different purposes and just different seasons is that sometimes things are just, they're not going to look like how we want them to look like. And we just have to really fix our attitudes and our mindset to just trust God and to really learn how to be still. And being still can look different for everyone, depending on what you're going through and what you're walking through in that season, if that makes any sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the Bible says that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And this really becomes a faith walk. Do you really trust him? Do you trust him that you are in the right place at the right time? Every season is significant. So when we're talking about purpose and we're talking about the seasons of purpose and multiple purposes and specifically higher ed, right, Maya? So I'm going to speak to you because I worked in higher ed for 21 years. And because that was my job and that was my career and I love it. I absolutely love what I do absolutely love it. But what I'm growing now to see is that purpose was leading me to a greater purpose, you know, because God allowed me to go that route. I was thinking, okay, well, maybe I'm going to be a vice president one day. Maybe I'll be a president. Who knows what God is going to do? But my mind was so focused on where I was at the moment. I did not realize God was preparing me. And this is through a conversation that I had with Joe about my business and how we were digging into it to really identify what I do. And is it really a business? Is this a hobby? What am I doing? I had the spotlight come like, wait a minute, Joe, I've been serving millennials for 21 years. 
I thought that my service to millennials was about progressing in higher ed. My service to millennials for 21 years was that I know a millennial. I know how to serve them. I know how they think. I know what their struggles are. I have walked through. When I say walk through from the delivery room to divorce to holding your hand at the casket of your parent, I have been there with millennials thinking I'm doing this because this is what God has called me to do. Yes, that is what he called me to do in that season. I did not realize that that season was leading to a greater work where he's going to allow this podcast and other things to minister to millennials I've never met. He's going to allow that experience and all of those paths to come together in a way that his word is going to be spread to a generation that's not really sure if they are down with God or not. So every step, Joe is a mommy of littles right now. Her babies are babies. They're, I mean, they're big boys, but they're babies, right? In this season, it is God's will for her to be home. I'm not saying that's for everybody. I'm just talking about John Quick. It is his will for her to be at home with those littles, serving her family, serving her littles, booming business, doing it all. But there's going to be a day that God releases her. There's going to be a day that he releases her from the home to travel, to speak, to write, to do all those things. But Joe would make a mistake to do that too early. She would make a mistake to miss the process. If we go back to the metaphor of that tree, yes, a tree becomes a seedling, but first it's got to grow a root. And sometimes we go through a season and we want to skip that root process because it's dark, it's damp, it's lonely a lot of times, it's tough, you're pushing through something hard. We like to skip that part and go to the vision, the manifestation, but the manifestation can't stand without the process of growing roots. So that's what I love. That's what I hear in your stories that you didn't just wake up one day and say, oh, I found my passion. This is going to be great. I'm going to make lots of money and everybody's going to love what I do. It is a process and we got to honor the process. Y'all, everybody is not going to go viral. Everybody is not going to hit it big in 30 days. Everybody's not going to be a millionaire in a year. If that's your story, God bless you. Like, awesome. That's not going to be some of us got to walk through. And then even while you're walking through, there's purpose in the process of your walking. There are people who need you now, where you are now. There's service that you're doing now, not just waiting for the big vision, the spotlight, but there is purpose in your now and in the step that you are in today. Oh, I love it. I love it. That the process is so important. It's so important. Y'all, so many people share with me that one of the biggest reasons why they don't pursue their passion is because of fear. Talk to me about fear. Edison, I see you. You can go ahead and take it before I take it. <laughs> yeah, I'll jump on. Um, so fear. Um, fear is a real thing. Um, fear keeps you. It's that voice in your head that tells you, you know, maybe this isn't for you. Maybe this isn't the time. You know, we all, I'm sure everyone um, uh, on this podcast right now has dealt with fear when starting up their business or trying to get to the point where, you know, believing in themselves. Um, For me, it was in the beginning, it was just more so of doubt. 
You know, I had a lot of doubt in myself and my capabilities, you know. Um, when looking at other designers or when graphic designers on social media, it's always the comparison factor, like, oh, you know, what are they doing? What are they doing different? That's, you know, that's what's better than mine. But I think that to me, what I realized, that was just a lot of noise. Noise. You have to learn how to drown out all of the noise and focus on what God has put in place for you. Um, because what God, um, when I realized um, that I should, I, when I focused on what God has given me, I was able to really find my purpose and really mm -hmm. find where my business fit. Um, and so, you know, yes, fear is a thing. And yes, um, sometimes we allow it to stare us off, but just remember who you are and your purpose and your steps. And um, like Dr. Jackson said, remember the process, you know, the process is real. Trust it. Trust mm -hmm. it that every step of the way you're going to get to where you need to be. Yeah. Joe, before you hop on, Edison, I'm just going to add right there. When I think about fear in my process, I remember I was like on Pinterest one day and a quote really stood out to me. And it was just like, what's meant for you is meant for you. And you have to remember, you are the only, I'm the only Maya Angelou map in this world. The only one with these fingerprints, the mindset that God gave me, the only purpose, the only passion. So regardless of whatever, what everyone else is doing, the, all the cooks, people are having the same host. And that goes for everyone walking in all of our purposes. How many dancers, how many marketing um, people, how many, how many podcast, people who have, um, who have podcasts, like we're, we're the only, the only ones. So mm -hmm. what's meant for us, like no one can do it the way you can do it. And that's like, that's what really helped me get over like that comparison thing. Cause that's the one thing I really, really struggle with. Like comparison truly is the thief of joy. Like I will always be on Instagram like, oh, well, so-and-so's already doing this. Like, maybe I should just hold off or they've already launched theirs. Maybe I should push mine a week back or they're kind of, and I'm like, my God was like, Maya, they're not you. Worry about your own way. You got this girl. Keep it going. Fix your focus. Like, that's what you need to be. That's what you need to be concerned about. So here you go, Joe. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. No, Maya, that's good. That's good. I'm, I'm happy that you sort of hit on comparison uh, because that is, that is huge, you know, but when you think about it, let's, let's just rewind it back to the fear component of it. Um, I would definitely say that what we fear the most, and maybe um, I read too much. Um, so I, I think about Marianne Williamson and her quote, um, our deep, uh, her uh, poem, Our Deepest Fear. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I think that our deepest fear is that we'll do exactly what we say we'll do. And so let me put this into perspective for you, okay? So a lot of times we like to cloud um, this concept of fear with things like comparison or with things like um, I don't have the resources or things like I don't know or I don't have time. But underneath all of that, at the very surface level, that true fear that you have is that you probably, most likely can do it if you gave it your all. That's the true fear of it. So yeah, we can say, oh, um, I fear I may not do it. I fear this and that. And all of that, again, is just clouded in that concept of that. Maybe you really can't do this. Mm. But if you're like me sometimes, okay, I'm, I'm talking to myself, God. I'm just preaching to, the, to myself. Maybe you're like me and, and you know there's some things like you, you're supposed to be writing this book in this moment, but you know you got work and all these other things. So you try to make yourself busy. Mm. And I think about bees and there's this concept um, that they say you're busy as a bee. I, I don't like it. 
I don't like it. In fact, that's something that's going to be featured in my book. And I talk about why I don't like it. But just in a nutshell, bees aren't busy. They're productive. Oh. They're productive. But people like me, like Joe, we make ourselves busy and we think we're being productive because we fear that if we really do this thing, we're going to get all this stuff on the other side that God has promised us. So you be busy, you think, you think you're moving, but you're really in a rocking chair, you ain't going nowhere. You're busy, and, that's, and, and so we sit there with this concept of things that you may fear, but the reality of it is what you truly fear is that you actually will make it. You know, I, I appreciate, Edison, when you started this by saying fear is real. Let's just start right there. It is absolutely real. Um, and I know, especially in, in uh, Christian circles that I grew up in and I've walked through, sometimes we try to make fear something else. No, it's real. The Bible never said it's not real. It just says God didn't give it to you. And if he didn't give it to me, I don't want it. And Joe, you hit the nail on the head. Sometimes that fear is the fear of success the fear of making it and the responsibility and everything that comes with the success. Sometimes we have this thought of, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. But a lot of times it's the, what if, what if this happens? What if this happens? Then what, then what do I do? And all of that comparison and everything that comes in Maya, I appreciate you saying that you are the only one. You are the only one. You are the only you. Nobody can do it like you can. So even looking at, that's why we talk about inspiration versus imitation. Even looking at somebody else can get you off track. You know, I've been uh, studying a lot of authors lately and, and a lot of them say, don't read somebody else while you're writing. Don't read somebody else's book. Don't read somebody else's blog. While, and don't look at somebody else's stuff while you're creating because it will start to guide and, and um, uh, inhibit your thinking. You're, you're trying to bring out what's purely you, but the more you pour in from somebody else, it's going to be more of them and less of you, right? So yeah, we, we, can, we can get through that. We can fight through that fear. And honestly, my advice concerning fear is just take a step. Just take a step. For me, a lot of times, if I can just get myself to get started, if I can just get myself to get started, even, and I'll be transparent, even inviting these people to be on this podcast with me tonight, I had to fight. I had to fight myself. I had to fight my own thoughts to even send the invitation and get this recording scheduled because of all the thoughts that cloud everything. Who do you think you are? What do they have time for that? These are busy people. What is the purpose of the, all, all of it? All of it. But now that I'm in it, I see why. I see why. God is going to do a work through this episode i know he is and anytime he's got his hand on something the enemy is going to come and try to distract us with some foolishness like fear so we're not willing to go forward and do what he's calling us to do mm -hmm. yes one thing what you said just to add on to it you said you just have to take that step and i just want to remind you that the red sea didn't part until moses stepped in that's right so that's you have right. to take that step then god will do the rest and, yes. and it's not faith until you take it it's not faith. So you can say it's just a thought until you take that step. When that, when you take that step of faith, 
then the Red Sea will part, then everything will fall into place for you. But you got to take that first step. You got it, Daniel. So I'm actually going to throw a little curveball uh, with, with fear. First and foremost, uh, I love the poem. Uh, Our greatest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our greatest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Um, and it's, it's really, really powerful to, um, to bring that up, especially in the culture that we live in today, this, this cancel culture, um, and how it's very easy for you when you land on a platform to be judged immediately. Um, and, and so many people that I speak with have that same concept. They, they interpret fear in a way where I can tell right away, well, you, you, you're going to make it, but you're scared to make it. Um, and so you hit that right on the head. But one thing that my curveball that I'm going to throw out there is that over the years, one thing that I've also discovered about fear is that if you're scared of something, you're passionate about something. And so when I have dancers that come to me and say, I'm nervous, I'm scared. And I said, but that's a good thing. That means you care. That means you care about going on stage. That means you care about giving your best and doing everything that you can to be successful. And so I've been able to spin that for a lot of people to look at fear as if, well, that just means I'm doing what I'm supposed to do and I care about it um, versus, you know, running away and, and, and you know, di- different things. But I, that has really encouraged me as well. Um, I, I don't get scared about fear anymore. I embrace it and, and just know that it's a daily reminder to continue to work and to, to continue to get better because I care about what I'm doing. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Feel the fear and do it anyway. So you all are busy people. Okay, you've got full-time jobs, families, businesses, all the things. How in the world do you get it done? How do you manage your time balancing all of your stuff? I guess I can kick us off on this one. Uh, So I I think the first and foremost thing for me above anything is our Lord and Savior. I think he's the way maker and he's going to be the one that's going to, you know, provide you those steps you need to take, provide you the rest when you need it. Um, but you know, besides that community is everything. And if you can surround yourself with a powerful community that can support you, um, you're going to have the support you need to manage everything. Um, you're going to have people step up and say, let me help. Um, I will say in the very beginning phases, I worked myself silly because I was afraid to accept the help. Um, sometimes when you create something that's yours, you, you take so much pride in it that you start to butt others out and you're like, no, that's mine. I got this. Mm. Uh, but then you realize the importance of, you know, not you know, the community. You can't do this alone. Uh, you never will be able to do this alone and having not just a community, but even a family um, that, that supports you. And I think that all encompasses that support system. That's so important. Um, no matter what route, what path you take, um, if they're not supporting you, if they're not a part of that support system, then they don't, belong in your life in my opinion mm-hmm. um and i think that you have to take that step <laughs> don't burn bridges <laughs> um but you have to you have to take the proper steps um to do what's best for you to do what's best for your community and your support system um and, and that will be enough to keep you afloat you know i love that i think community is so important uh, for me um I, I can definitely say community but really um it's i have to prioritize and I, I really had to realize, because there was a little bit, um, I realized perfectionism is kind of tied to pride. Mm-hmm. And I had a lot of pride in me um, at one point, because it's just like, you want to protect your idea. I, I'm my map. I think I can do it all. I can give 100% to everything. And the one thing that my mom always reminded me of since I was little is you can never pour from, from an empty cup. And I was becoming really empty and really drained and still trying to 
pour into my business and then pour into other students that I'm working with and then still trying to even help my colleagues. And it just wasn't, it wasn't working out. So for me, I, ha I had to learn how to prioritize, which in return just gave me balance and realizing that I can never show up in either one of those spaces or show up for myself if I'm not taking care of me. So that I'm, we got to bring in like the, the personal side of it. Like sometimes you just have to to sit down and go and whatever makes you happy, whether that's the passion or your hobby or shopping, traveling, reading, do those things so you can do what you need to do, do your purpose well, so you can actually walk in that. And that's the one thing that I'm, I'm still working on. I'm learning to accept and also learning what provides that balance. So for me, community, prioritization, and then self-balance. That's what you gotta learn how to do to make it happen. Yeah, yeah. Piggybacking off of what uh, Maya and Daniel said, like, you definitely have to take a step back a lot of times. Like, you know, through my first few years of doing, you know, my business, I was always like, oh, I have to keep, I have to stay busy, have to stay in the business, like always doing stuff. Oh, someone's calling at 11 o'clock p.m. Oh, I got to pick up this phone call. But then what I realized is just like, you know, as time progressed, you know, I'm not, this is taken away. I'm not happy with doing this anymore. Like, what's going on? And you have to realize that you're in control of it. So like once you start setting those times and you start putting in those measures and say like, okay, this time I'm going to do business and this time is for me. You know, I have to set aside that time. Like, oh yes, you, you have friends that you want to hang out with. Yeah, I'm going to include them in my time as well. And like, if you have to like kind of cut off the phone or, you know, put on do not disturb, like that's, that's okay. You have to take out that time for yourself because in order for you to show up as your best self, you have to have those breaks. Edison, I have to tell you, and I'm coming to you, Joe. I have to tell you how proud I was of you when I saw on the other day on Instagram, you put, here are my office hours. I said, come on, sir. Come Absolutely. on, sir. That is your business. And you define how you do that business. I was so incredibly proud of you. So proud of you. Thank you. I had to do it. <laughs> Joe? Eddie, I'm, I'm, I was like that, too. I had to buckle down because they was calling me 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock. I'm like, no, this ain't going to work. And I'm tired. No, you're right. You absolutely have to set priorities. You have to, you cannot get upset if someone runs in your yard and you haven't put up a fence. Mm. So I've learned to, one, put up a fence. And two, please don't let the pretty face fool you. I do not get it all done. Let me be real with you. So... There are days where work calls and the laundry needs to be done mm -hmm. and the babies need to be fed or mama needs some rest. And sometimes I have to prioritize and decide to delegate things at a later time. Mm -hmm. So I promise you, as long as you live, there's going to always be something that needs to be done. Yeah. So let's get this straight. Like Maya said, perfectionist. Um, trying to be perfect it has a lot to do with your pride and your ego you're not perfect honestly your life will not reflect being perfect what you see on instagram what you even see on my instagram and my facebook don't let me fool you guys please don't let me fool you i do not have it all together mm -hmm. some days i am down in the dumps um i lost my mom two years ago and i've still been grieving her death you know um and honestly, I, I'm a big perfectionist, but I've learned, just as Maya said, that that gets me nowhere. Mm. 
It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't at all. So again, balance for you may not look like 20% here, 20% here, 20% here, 20% here, and 20% here. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it looks like 50% here, 30% here, and 20% here. Mm -hmm. So you have to learn to delegate what's a priority. Like Maya said, figuring out what's a priority to you. And then as just piggybacking on what everybody else said, uh, don't be afraid to ask for help. That's how I'll keep it all together. Um, I need help. I'm human. We need each other. We do. When you're a baby, uh, you need people to help you. When you're old and you're elderly, you need people to help you. So don't forget that in between you do too. Yeah. So that is how I make it look like it's all together. Again, quote unquote, look like it's all together. I love it. I love Can I it. add one more thing? Yes, please. I just want to add, don't be afraid to celebrate. Mm, that's good. <laughs> I can't begin to express how many times I would get so caught up in work and so get caught up in booking this or booking that and realize over the last three weeks, I've done some pretty incredible things and never took the time to enjoy them. And so I think it's really important for you as business owners or whatever you're doing in your life, take the moment to celebrate and to appreciate your accomplishments. Oh, that's so good. So good, y'all. Listen, we got to talk about money. Okay, uh, because I heard from a few people who said, I would love to, but I can't afford uh, to turn my passion into a business. I can't afford to do this because um, I just don't have the money to even make ends meet right now. So can you all share any steps, any tips, any encouragement um, to someone who would love to just strike out and do something great, but they just can't afford it right now? I think I'm going to just pop us off on this one because that's that was me literally all, in every single season. That's why I kept continue to run away from the purpose and the passion because I was just like, I don't, have, I don't have the time. Mentally, I just don't feel like I have the time. And then financially, I'm in college. I'm in graduate school. Like, I'm, I don't even have a real job. Like, God, where, where's the coins? You want to make this happen? You gave me the vision. What's popping? And um, really what I've learned is, Sometimes it just takes a conversation. It takes this and it just takes opportunity and you just need to learn how to utilize it and don't squander the opportunities that's given. So for me, God strategically placed people when I kept saying, I can't, I can't, I can't. He's just started to bring people to me who would just I'm random would ask me, well, my, what are you passionate about? And I see you kind of do this. You host, you host tailgates and you like to have, you like to cook. And I see you post it on Instagram. Can you tell me more about that? And then literally the ideas kind of like start trickling down. And I mean, I remember writing this down in my journal, like I mentioned before years prior and God just started to open the door. So I don't want to, I don't want to make this like a lofty idea and just say, but the money will come. But if you literally just trust and just like everyone has mentioned, take the step. He'll provide the stairway. Yeah. Just yeah, that's all you need to do. And that's, I don't know what else I could add to that, but that's that's been my story because I'm I've been there. Where I'm, when when you say no money, no food on the table, yeah. you don't know how we're gonna pay tuition. Like I understand, but I took the step and I decided to trust, and he did the rest, and he's continued to do the rest. But two, also know you can be brought to that same place in different seasons because you can find yourself with a full-time job, find yourself celebrating. We've done good, but we can be humbled again and just have to re kind of re re-step step back and say, okay, I still need to kind of dig back down and, and talk to my community and ask for help. Like 
just just know that too but just take the step that's all i can say the rest it genuinely will come he'll bring the people to you and i'll open the doors um, let me just piggyback off of what maya said so you're absolutely right maya said that it'll all come to you and i know this sounds so cliche guys but she's right the money will come but i'm a very practical person so you telling me something you're telling me to take the step so what does that what does that look like? So I just want to throw a few scenarios of a position that where you are in, you know, I've worked with multiple industries when it comes to marketing. Everybody needs marketing, by the way. Um, so I've worked with from restaurants to um, online course teachers to choreographers uh, to graphic designers. Um, I've worked with them, you know, so let me just make this a little practical for you, practical for you. So taking the first step may look like I know that I want to start um, catering, a catering business, right? The first step may look like cooking food in your home and posting those pictures on your social media platform. Yes. That may be a first step for you. A first step, you may not like it, for starting your own restaurant may be picking up a part-time job to learn the restaurant industry. Let's, let me give you another one. Let me, let me just throw another one out there. So let's just say you want to, uh, you want to be a speaker. You want to get invited. You want to spread the, the, the gospel, or you want to just inspire and motivate people, but people don't know you yet. You don't have 10 K followers or hundred K. You only have about a hundred followers on your social media. Mm -hmm. What the first step may look like is starting number one. That's key in marketing key and just and success is being consistent so what you may do is start uh, making short little one minute videos just motivate people on social media look up those hashtags mm -hmm. it's, it's go to google find out the best hashtags for motivational speakers email me i'll give you some hashtags and tell you what to put under your videos that is what the first step looks like so most times the first step does not require money. So that is just some practicality for you. Yes. Take a free first step. That's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing. Eddie, that CG, you want to add to that? Yes. So like just to pick out back up for what Joe and Maya said, like that first step does not require money at all. Like it's really in that beginning of start of your process, focus on your craft, build your craft up and, you know, network with people who are doing some of the same or similar things that you are doing in your field. And don't be afraid to ask them questions. Like, um, that's that's how you learn. You know, you learn through this. You like for me, I've always other graphic designers. I've added them within my network, and I'm constantly asking them questions. And they're you know, gratefully and graciously they're answering my questions, and they're you know helping me, and I'm helping them. And we're kind of just kind of feeding back on each other. Um, and like you said, as you keep being consistent and you work through it eventually opportunities come to your door. They come knocking. Eventually it's so many opportunities you're just like, oh wait, you know, you get to pick and choose. <laughs> but in the beginning, like you, you will start getting those opportunities and the money will flow. You just have to trust your process. Absolutely. So there is a line that I still remember for one of my favorite movies of all time, Hardball. And it said one of the most important things in life is just showing up. <laughs> and so taking that step, literally just showing up is is huge and everybody's absolutely correct um sometimes that first step it doesn't take a dollar at all um, but just to share a, a brief story to kind of give some evidence into what that quite literally looks like when you take a step uh, a program that quite 
frankly launched my whole career, uh, Actors and Models and Talents for Christ. Um, I had been going for almost a year now trying to win competitions, trying to get recognition, trying to post videos and go viral. And I just wasn't, I was always second. I was always just short and I couldn't figure out why. And then I heard an ad on the radio station that said, you know, hey, this company's in town. We're doing auditions. You should come. It was free to show up and audition. I said, sure, why not? Uh, well, as we all probably experience, sometimes that first step is free, but then that next step is not. And so I took the first step at the audition. I got the call back, came back, but there was going to be some fees incorporated. I'm a college student at this time. I was broke, <laughs> um, but I also was working as a student on campus. Uh, and so to kind of fast forward a little bit, uh, the lady that was talking with me about signing up for the program said, do me a favor, because I just have a feeling in my heart, write an essay as to why you want to do this and send it to me. So I went home that night. I could have said, you know what? I don't want to do this. I'm just going to go home. I'm not going to worry about it. But I did it. I took the step and I, I went ahead and just said, let me just show up. And so I wrote the letter, I sent it to her, I showed up the next day and she said, I wanna offer you the biggest scholarship that we have available for this program. And to go even further, the amount that I had to pay per month was the exact paycheck that I got as a student worker on campus. So you can't tell me <laughs> that if you just take that step, just show up, God's gonna be right there with you. And I will never forget that experience. And it truly did launch my whole career going through that because they really and genuinely train you in the right way for that industry. And I would have never been who I am today if I did not go through that program. But that just a little, little evidence for you that just show up sometimes. <laughs> oh, I love that testimony. I love that testimony. When you got there, God had already made a way. He had already made a way, but you had to step. You had to go first. Oh, I love it. Y'all, I'm, I'm going to challenge you by choice. I'm going to challenge you by choice. Um, but I want to ask each of you um, to speak to your vision. So name, name your business. Name that passion. What is it going to become? What do you see? I just, I just want you to just say it out loud. You see how we all kind of took a pause there. Sometimes y'all, that's that's the step, right? We just talked. We did, we were talking to y'all about taking the step, and it can literally that fear. We're just like Joe mentioned, like all of us, we're walking through the process. We're still growing, and we're still trying to overcome some some fear steps too. So, to be challenged to like speak on that vision, right? You're kind of like, oh, I'm not sure because how's this gonna sound? How, what are people gonna think? Because some of us may not even know that vision yet, guys. Yeah maybe giving us pieces of it and we're not even ready to accept and proclaim that because we're just like mm, that's not what I want I'm not really sure so like transparency oh well yeah for a transparency moment I can definitely see speaking down the line I, when I was in church um and I remember like being baptized when I was 12 years old and the pastor you know sometimes you have people that, that are speaking over you and speaking over your life but it was like the third time that someone has spoken over my, my life that I was going to be a, a voice of many nations and to this day I still wonder what is that because people want to throw around like politics and all these other things I'm like well God I, I'm willing to accept and walk into whatever you want from me but two you got to be careful when you say that because when, when you say that and you open that door he can use you in any way that he wants to use you and you need to be ready to walk in that and claim that so definitely see maybe a speaker down the line when it comes to like my passion and, and having food i would love like and this is oh there's that fear ready to jump in me i was like oh i would love to i would love to maybe own a restaurant one day 
And I always used to throw that around. I'm like, oh, well, maybe after I retire, once I get done with higher ed, because I'm very like lo just logical steps. Like, okay, if I'm focused on higher ed, maybe I'm supposed to be the VP. Maybe I'm supposed to be the president. That's maybe that's that. And once I get done with that, that's when I can focus on this. But I don't know where God's going to take me or how that's going to intermingle and what he's going to use in higher ed or use it off of my website to, to, to bring it all together. So that's what I, that's what I'm hoping for. That's the vision. That's what I'm going to speak out. That's what I'm going to declare. But regardless, I just want to do what God has for me to do. I want to all, I want to accomplish all the purposes that he has for my life. And I hope that I still have the confidence no matter what season I'm in to walk in it and to say that and, and, and hopefully to encourage others to do the same thing. So, boom. Amen. You said it. You said it out loud. I love it. And I'm waiting on it. Yes, Maya made some really good points. Like, you know, we all had this step that we had to kind of process that and think like, what what is our vision for our business? And I think for me, like I said, like, I follow my intuition. I listen to what God says. And I know what I want to do. Like, I wanted this to be a big business where I'm, you know, bringing in the younger generation and encouraging them and helping them get through and, um, and within their creative fields that they, they want to pursue a a um, career in being creative with photography, graphic design. I want to be able to have that facility that's able to help mentor them and get them to that point so that, you know, this is only the first step. So from there, they just grow. Um, but you know where, like I said, but what does God have for me? And so like as this and as I walk and take these steps and see where God leads me, I'm just trusting that and just flowing in that way. Well, um, I have... I mentioned it before, but I have watched it happen when I said, well, this is what I want to do. And God said, oh, that's it. Well, let's take it to this level. <laughs> um, and so my, my vision, uh, my, uh, my goals and, and where I, I truly feel like I'm headed is I want to take what Dance to Inspire is doing. And I have two directions with it. One is we host a convention every year, just one. But I'm, I'm saying that we're going to host you know, 10 to 12 next year. Um, and it's already unfolding because we've already opened doors with studios, even in the middle of a pandemic who said, we're open, we can take it and we want you. And so when I thought during what seems like the darkest time we've all experienced lately, God is saying, just watch me work. Um, and so I've, I've been able to already start that and, and get that in motion. And then the next one, which is really ambitious, of course, it's very small for how big our God is, but, uh, to own a complex that invites multiple creatives into, uh, so recorded a recording studio within the uh, complex dance studios, rehearsal spaces, something that Augusta has never seen. And we've, we've never had, um, I've seen it become very successful in Atlanta in Nashville and other locations. Um, and I've had a, a lot of partnerships that have said, we need something here. Um, have no idea where I'm going to start, but that's, that's the vision. <laughs> I love it. I love big vision. I love it. Awesome. Joe. That's awesome. Um, Daniel is one thing you said, you just like, I was like, that's it. I remember like, um, six years ago I was asleep and I was just woke, waking out of my sleep and I heard a boy say dream. And I was like, okay, I can't dream. I'm up. <laughs> and I heard dreams. And I said, okay, well, I, I was in college at this. I was like, I want to graduate college. You know, I want to get my bachelor's degree. I want to graduate with honors and those things. And I heard dream again. And I said, okay, well, I want to travel. I want to speak. I want to write books. And I heard dream again. I said, okay, well, I want a family. I want a nice house, a nice car. 
Then I heard dream again. I said, okay, well, I want health. I want prosperity. I want success. And it just got so broad. It got to a point where I kept hearing dream and I couldn't dream again. And I heard God say that I can give you this times 10. Hmm. So I cannot put a caliber on what God is going to do with my business. However, if God allows just a little bit of what I would like into my business, which he always does, Psalms 37, 4, um, I would like to see, um, which I'm actually in the process of doing this, is, is switching over my business platform to literally um, showing people how to market their business. So I don't want to do the marketing anymore. I actually want to be the resource to, I want to actually show uh, rather it's women or, uh, you know, men or whoever, you know, I want to show you how to take your, your dream, your goal that you have for your business and show you how to scale it. Mm-hmm. That is what I want to do with my business. Um, so yeah, it, that's, yeah, th- I think that, that makes sense, right? I love it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, okay. absolutely. Perfect. <laughs> absolutely. Y'all, we're going to bring this to a close. I hate to do it because I'm enjoying it so much. Um, so as we bring this to a close, I'm going to ask each of you just to tell people how to connect with you. How do they check out your business? How do they see what you have going on? Um, but also give one piece of advice for somebody who says, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to take a step. I'm, I'm ready to do something. What is one piece of advice you would give them? I'll go first. <laughs> so one way that you can connect with me um, is through um, Instagram. You can go to my personal Instagram. Uh, it's Jeanquette White. That's J-O-N-Q-U-E-T-T-E. White like the color. Um, or visit my website at wcollarmarketing.com. The W stands for white. Again, it's wcollarmarketing.com. There you can find out how you, how you can reach me, how you can connect with me, and thus forth. Um, if I could give you some advice, um, Dr. Jackson said one, but she knows how I am. I'm not going to give you too many, but I just want to give you some advice that's going to be good for you. So um, I would definitely say, one, die empty. If you ride... Um, ride next to a graveyard and just have a look out there. I can promise you, I can assure you that 90% of people died with dreams and goals and things still in them. Die empty. Use your education. Use your knowledge. Use your skills. Use your talents. Use your gift. Go back to God and say, God, I used it all. Two, be present. Tomorrow has enough worries on its own. It does. All you have is today. So be present. And three, this is very, this is, I would say very important to me. And that is to ultimately love people. I I, I think that is, that's the best way to wrap it up is to love people. Be kind, shine your light, love people. And I promise you that love will open more doors than money can, Mm. than degrees can, than education can. Love people. Love people. That's it. That's good. Well, Joe said it, like, you know, love people. Um, I think one of the things that has helped keep me uh, moving and on my journey is to always remember to 
fail forward, um, which means like failing, you know, is a part of the process, you know, celebrate when you fail. Um, but then the ways to celebrate how you fail is really understand that, um, how to get through that failure. Um, like I said, part of the process is failing. Um, that is what builds character. That is just what builds you. Um, so don't be afraid to fail. Um, and through it all, like if you are kind and nice to people, people will put you in places and will present opportunities for you um, to help you succeed. Um, you guys can find me on my website, which is expressionsdesigns.com. That's E-D-S-P-R-E-S-S-I-L-N-S designs.com. Or on Instagram, um, my personal Instagram, which is at ed underscore expressions, um, or my business Instagram, which is eds.designs. All righty. That was just so good. Like, y'all, I've enjoyed this. Like, jeesh, I can't wait to follow you and connect and everything. But um, for me, my Instagram, my personal Instagram, is just my name, Maya Map, M-A-Y-A, um, and then M-A-P-P-P-P. And then my website is www.mappedoutmeals.com. So M-A-P-P-E-D outmeals.com um, and I've been saying this since I was little and I said you know what because you know you try to you pick your brain like okay what what advice would you give to somebody and I said my stick to your roots stick to what you know and it's going to sound so cliche but somehow God always brings me back to it just remember to keep him first no matter in what space you're in no matter who you're introduced to no matter what you're going through just keep him first and genuinely honor him in everything that you do. And that can just look like just thanking him for bringing you into that space. Literally, while they were talking, I'm sitting here, you know what, thank you. Thank you, God, for giving me this opportunity to connect with peers that, that I'm literally, I cannot wait to tap into after this, right? Thank you, Dr. Jackson, for giving me this opportunity. And that's, for me, that's honoring God for giving me the opportunity. And now how am I going to use this to continue to, to walk in the purpose that he has for me? So my best advice is keep God first in everything that you do um, and just continue to honor him and walk in that. Absolutely. Thank you, Maya. So Joe kind of took uh, uh, one of my uh, things that I like to talk about with the die empty. Um, I, I will never forget probably for the rest of my life. Uh, the first time I uh, landed in New York and um, I rode past the amount of graveyards out there. And just as, as I'm writing, just thinking about the dreams and uh, the, stores that could have been opened, um, the shows that we could have seen, um, just the things that we could have experienced. But you got to think who didn't actually take that opportunity to, to show that. So she's right on that, you know, die empty. Um, one other thing, um, when God throws a curveball, don't duck because you just might miss something. And, and that advice leads to, to this short story. Uh, I was blessed with an opportunity to be on So You Think You Can Dance about three or four seasons ago. And I had been grinding for so long, working hard. My head was down to the plow, just, just putting the work in. Um, I was let go right before the lives. I had my moment of disappointment. But my advice to you is sometimes when you work so hard, take a second to look up. And you'll be amazed at where you are. Yeah. Um, because I was sitting in Times Square. Um, and, and if you'd have told me that I, that dance, I never had dance lessons in my entire life. And if you're going to tell me that I could have taken what I did and created and ended up on, so you think you can dance in the middle of Times Square, I would have thought you were just joking. Um, it, it, it's just incredible. Just take those moments to just look up and look mm -hmm. at where you're at, um, and, and appreciate how far you've come. Um, 
but you can follow me on uh, really all social media platforms, uh, dbrownin88. There was supposed to be a G, but thanks to how higher ed works, they like to chop up your email. So I just stuck with it, rode with it. Um, but it's dbrownin88. Uh, um, that's pretty much all social media platforms. And then my uh, business is da uh, We Dance to Inspire uh, with the number two, We Dance to Inspire. And that's on all social media platforms as well. Oh, my goodness. So good, Daniel. Thank you. My cup is full. My cup is full. Um, I pray the same for all of you who are watching and who are listening. Please know that if you feel this urge, if you feel this calling, this pull, this fire of there's something else I should be doing, then there's something then there is something. God is so good. He doesn't hide passion from us. As you seek him, passion begins to flow from you. So if I had one piece of advice, I would tell you to seek the purpose giver. Seek the purpose giver. The more you seek the purpose giver, purpose will literally fly from you. You can't stop it. You can't stop it. I love the die empty. When we see him one day, when we close our eyes on this side one day, we want to be able to say that we didn't rob the earth of anything. It's in you and we need it. It is in you and we need it. So we encourage you tonight as examples of people who are doing it in different ways, in different levels. We're all doing it. That thing, that passion for this season, we're walking it out and we're inviting all of you to join us, to join us. Take a step. Start. Do something and watch how the doors and windows will open for you to walk through season by season by season. We hope you've been blessed and we hope you will take a step. And as always, know that you are significant, you are powerful, and you are loved. Love always, PBJ.